So, Avinash, to kick off this episode, I got a little quote here for you. Ooh, sick. Let's hear it. All right, so here it is. Last Friday, young people led the world in strike. Millions of individuals did more than simply walk out of their schools and places of employment. They took a stand. They set an example of true leadership that our planet so desperately needs. These young people have said clearly, definitively, and without fear that the time for inaction is over. Dang, that's super badass. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, who said that, by the way? That was, uh, that was actually our boy, Leonardo DiCaprio, who said that just recently. Oh, sick. From all the, this is the Protect Your Wild podcast. Each Tuesday, we go balls deep into sustainable stories, wild ideas, and legendary people. I'm Avinash, and I'm here with... Colin Campbell. And today, we're going into Leonardo DiCaprio and talking about him. I'm sure if you've heard of Leonardo DiCaprio talking about saving the environment... Uh, but is he just jumping on this bandwagon for like good publicity? Um, he is an actor after all, so he's pretty good at you know faking shit, <laughs> making shit up, you know. Yeah, that is a that is a pretty good point there. Uh, he seems to have quite the passion for icebergs, uh, even though he hasn't had the best luck with them in the past. All right, so. Avanash, I hear that he has his own foundation, but isn't that like just the thing that every single famous person does to make it seem like they have a heart or something? And, you know, does it actually like do anything except just put his name in the limelight and, you know, make him look good? Hmm, interesting that you bring this up. I did a little digging, you know, typed away, Google search shit. Uh, and I found some interesting facts on the Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation. Fitting that he named it after himself, because, uh, like, who doesn't if you're that famous? Um, <laughs> True. So, what's really cool about uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation is that they donated $100 million to, like, issues regarding, like, the climate and protecting endangered species. And uh, I think... Um, they abbreviate themselves LDF instead of Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation because that would be really long to say a whole bunch of times. True. Um, and they've awarded like $80 million in grants to environmentalist projects and they work in like 50 countries and in all five oceans. Uh, so that's pretty badass, I think. Um, and he's better, definitely, uh, you know, using his celebrity status and money to uh, create this foundation that does pretty good, I think. Okay. Well, so that's that's cool and all, I guess, but mm-hmm. aren't these foundations, like, they're just kind of giving money away to other nonprofits, and then those nonprofits are the one, like, getting their hands dirty, rolling their sleeves up, right, and doing the, the actual good in the environment. So while, while they sit back, you know, and take all the credit for donating all this money, right? Yeah. Well... It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, he just founded um, the Earth Alliance this year. And basically, it, it pulls all these resources uh, from his foundation and some of his co-founders to protect biodiversity following like events like the Amazon fires um, that most 
of you probably forgot about. Like, that was all hyped up for, like, a solid week. And then a week later, nobody gave a shit, right. uh, it seemed. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's doing things all, like, on the DL. Like, he doesn't, like, rant about it. He's not, like, patting himself on the back. Like, hey, look at me. I'm such a good guy. Like, um, he does his thing, acts in his movies, and he uses that as, like, a, you know, platform and kind of a stepping stone kind of thing to help the environment which okay. I think is pretty cool yeah his foundation and stuff like that so for sure what an interesting guy um yeah so i know uh leo is like a movie movie star and stuff like that uh and the he's biggest. narrated some documentaries kind of like uh david attenborough and i know we have an episode on that check it out um, yeah. and he, he does a few, you know, voiceovers and he's helping climate change. Uh, I, I don't really understand how that works. Uh, anyone can do a voiceover. Uh, technically right now I'm doing a voiceover. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so by doing voiceovers in these documentaries or, or being the narrator, attaching his name to it just gives it more attention right off the bat. So... The good part about that is, you know, out of the gate, they have Leo's huge platform and audience that they can bring awareness to. So that's a big plus, right? But it goes a bit deeper than that. Um, so actually, the first uh, documentary that he did was back in 2007. He wrote, produced, and narrated a documentary called The 11th Hour. Um, we're going to post... Uh, links to these trailers of all these things in the notes so you can go check them out yourself um, so that was his very first one following that we have three more documentaries that he has been deeply involved with um, you've probably heard of Before the Flood that I think was the most famous one that he did in that he was a producer and a narrator um, on top of that the newest one that just dropped is Ice on Fire, which apparently has gotten some criticism for being... Excuse me. I just love burping into the podcast, you know? Um, yeah, more flavor. <laughs> yeah, give it some flavor. Eat for dinner. I had some drumsticks, you know? A little bit of... Yeah, sorry. Not vegetarian. That's not vegan at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I caught myself. Well, I had uh, mashed potatoes with that and uh, and some snow peas so this is a well-rounded meal yeah all right anyway back hey, on don't track. shame me okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so yeah ice on fire is an hbo documentary if you're subscribed to hbo you can watch it there he was a producer and narrator on that doc so is it a sequel to the shitty season eight of game of thrones oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i hope not but I, I bet it would be better than the last season if Leo's acting in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or producing. Um, yeah, or, or producing. Or doing anything with it, because that season eight was just a train wreck. <laughs> Yikes. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, he's been deeply, basically, in all these ventures, he's been involved in a, in a much deeper role than just narrating. But adding his voice to it provides his platform, his audience, and will get a lot more eyes on these projects. Um, I left out, too, he is the executive producer of The Sea of Shadows, uh, which is a Nat Geo documentary slash action film. Like, watch that trailer, and you're like, this is 
basically like guns and boats and pirates like holy shit it's uh yeah. that that looks really intense so i'm i'm for sure gonna check that one out soon yeah but like look at all these like the names of the movies they sound so badass oh yeah uh, like 11th hour and like before the flood Sea ice on shadows. fire so, you know just need to add a little song in there yeah and, uh, the song right song of ice on fire yeah <laughs> fyi too the, the ice on fire thing is referencing in case those are not aware as this ice is melting it's oftentimes releasing uh methane that was captured inside of it so in the trailer they like bore this huge hole or something in the ice and then like hold a flame over it because as it melts it just shoots up uh like a bunch of methane or something oh my gosh yeah it's uh it's pretty gnarly yeah uh that's that's definitely a Song of Ice and Fire. Um, I keep referencing it. <laughs> but Sea of Shadows sounds pretty dope. It sounds actually like a video game, not going to lie. Um, Shadow over Colossus? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe. Shadow of Colossus. Um, yeah. yeah, probably. But that that's really cool that he's using his like star power and a- acting you know, um, prowess to you know, go into documentaries and educating people. Because I feel like that's like best method and it's kind of yeah. here and um he's just doing on uh, like a way larger scale and like yeah using his star power which i think is great like uh you know yeah that, absolutely that's, that's what you're supposed to do with a big platform um that's that's like your responsibility and he chose this and he went for it which i think is pretty badass yeah uh, i i know um didn't he do something at the oscars right yeah, so once again, uh, Leo uses platform for good, and after winning his first Oscar, which is, it was kind of a shame that it took him that long for, what was it, The Reverend? Revenant, the yeah. Revenant. You know how many times he's, he's like, pulled the off Revenant. such a performance? Oh, all and the, like, every like, movie. Definitely getting, yeah, yeah, like, Titanic, I was like, homeboy's getting it, like. <laughs> yeah, when you were like, what, two? <laughs> Yeah, but like people thought it. Then um, what's what's it called? Uh, I think the next one I was like, you know, he he's definitely gonna get it. Was Inception? Oh, Uh, Inception! I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, right. (laughs) You talking about the tuba? The song, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know that that was a great movie and like definitely messed with my head. Um, And then. That made me get into lucid dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy. And then after that, oh, oh, a little side story on the Inception thing. Um, I thought I could learn anything if I played, like, an audio recording of it uh, while I went to sleep. So so me and my buddy in high school, we did this uh, test. Uh, We had a vocab test uh, for, like, SAT words. And um, we were like, oh, let's just re- record the, the, the word and the definition and um, say it out loud and, like, make an audio recording and go to sleep listening to the audio recording. We both took the test, and we both got 80% on it, um, which is not bad. That's like a B. Um, yeah. Well, was, was he Indian, too? Because aren't Indians really good at that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So we were also like... <laughs> We could kind of deduce most of these words, and we might just be good at the shit. Uh, so, 
uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting side story on nice. the whole Inception thing. Um, yeah. yeah no, so I definitely thought he was going to get in Wolf of Wall Street as well, and he didn't. Right. And then he finally gets it, uh, and he talks about the environment. Yeah, he had some powerful statements. He's basically saying, like, this. a lot of this movie is, like, about man's interaction with nature and, like, how powerful nature is, right? Through a lot of the movie, if you haven't seen it, he's, like, suffering, essentially. He's, like, dragging his half-dead body that got attacked by a bear through the snow they're freezing they're you know malnourished dying essentially they're they're in straight survival mode but he uses this platform to to again talk about bring it back to climate change and said this is real stuff that's happening here um and the video of his speech on youtube one one video of the speech on youtube has 24.5 million views and, you know, anytime there's a video of anything, there's usually, like, five to ten videos of that thing posted in a bunch of different platforms. And, obviously, it got seen live, too. So, I would bet, like, all in all, this one speech that he did probably got well over, like, 50 million. I'd say at least double that. Probably well over 50, 50 million views. Um, which is incredible. Yeah. That's a lot of reach, a lot of awareness that he's brought to, um, you know, the environment. And, like, he's, he's being responsible with uh, his, you know, star, star status. A lot of, a lot of you know, uh, celebrities and stuff like that kind of just dismiss it and act like douche novels. Mm-hmm. And, oh, look at all my cars and my 16-car garage. The Rock's out here doing steroids. Like, come on, guys, shoot up, you know. He doesn't do that. <laughs> Kidding. He eats very good meals, and I think he advocates for the opposite. But uh, okay, <laughs> um, he does drive big trucks, though, which is not good for the environment. Because um, mm-hmm. that's a manly thing to do. Yeah, testosterone. Whoa. Um, <laughs> anywho, um, so I understand. Um, Leo owns an island, right? And he probably built, like, a mansion or some shit on it, right? <laughs> yeah, well, funny story. You know, if you're a rich person, you got to own an island, right? Just be part of the gang. Yeah. But yeah. This guy, he purchased what's called the Blackador K Island off the coast of Belize. And uh, he didn't buy it for his own use. He bought it to save it from deforestation uh, and being used for its resources. So... Tip of the hat to you, Mr. Leo. Wow. He he just bought an island. That's a power move if I've ever seen Dude, one. Dude, he put his uh, dick on the table with that one, man. <laughs> yeah. Just like straight <laughs> you know up. I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta put your dick on the table as a as a famous actor like Leo. <laughs> he really put it out there. He was yep. really vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but like that's such a powerful maneuver to do. Just like, hey, um, you're going to try and destroy this island. I'm not going to let you. I'm literally going to buy it like as, a, as like a middle finger. Like money money means shit to me. Um, that's that's like power right there. Um, which I think is really impressive. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Props to that kind of maneuver. So he is um, so he's talking to all these nobodies about this stuff, but has he actually like you know, talk to anybody that can actually make a difference? Oh, you're right. Um, he's talked to Obama. Um, Who's that? 
he's like our United States president, or, or was our president. Now we got a oh Barack plan. Obama. Oh yeah, Barack Obama. Whoops. Who's the other Obama? Oh Michelle Obama. Yeah, but still, the the president Obama, um, the dope one. Uh, now we have Trump, and uh, he's talked to him too, or tried to talk to him. Hmm. Um, probably at the yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so he's you know talked to them about the climate and the crises that we're facing, um, which is really dope. And the United States is the center of the you know universe and everything. So he's talked to other world leaders. Uh, he's talked to the Mexican president as well, um, especially to save uh, the endangered vaquita, which is a type of porpoise, if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, which is basically, yeah, porpoise. Uh, it's like a dolphin, uh, and I believe there's only 30 of them left in the world. Damn. Which is really unfortunate. Uh, I think even the sea, uh, what's it called? Uh, the documentary. Um, sea Shadows, she, yeah. sea, Sally Seashore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was trying to say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sea of Shadows uh, kind of goes into that whole story and uh, the endangered uh, porpoise that you know they, he, he's trying to save. So I think that's pretty dope. Hmm. Uh, that he's using his celebrity status and like prominence to talk, talk to people and political figures that are actually important and can do something about it. But you know what's really shitty is uh, the reason we're having all these climate strikes and Stuff like that is because our politicians aren't doing shit. Um, bunch of Nancys and dimwits. Um, yeah, I think that was that was the point of one of his recent speeches too, was shaming politicians for their in a uh, failure to abide by the Paris Accord climate thing that America was not a part of, but apparently uh, on a global level there's. Yeah, not necessarily been the action Every steps. Every nation had agreed to the Paris uh, Climate Accord, except for the United States, and it was mainly due to Trump um, pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement, uh, which is kind of shitty on his part, because um, it's embarrassing to be like the only developed country not to do that. Right, but the and not only that, we're one of the biggest contributors. For sure. Yeah, but I guess, so, I guess other countries who were on it, though, weren't necessarily action having, keeping up with what they, the goals that were set out in that through their policies and so forth. And, and so he's kind of calling those dudes out. Um, and, and, like, the thing is, like, I understand if a developing nation can't, uh, you know, agree to the terms. They have different priorities. You know, their people are, like, you know, starving dying um hierarchy of needs yeah so in that case we 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 shouldn't we don't have an excuse um so yeah true um but you know all this talk about you know saving the climate and everything else what about animals does dicaprio even give a shit about whales because yeah i sure don't so no (laughs) 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 Not see that coming. Um, (laughs) Um, Well, just so you know, he actually does care about uh, whales, 
And he went all the way over Russia to convince them otherwise. He's like, hey, release your 100 captive beluga whales. And uh, he, you know, won some awards for that kind of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> he talked to Russians. He negotiated with Russians. Yeah, who Look talks to Russians? Yeah. They're too scary, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, but is so so he's done lots of good stuff, but one of the questions that I had big time was like, this guy's just like an actor. Is he even, you know, educated on this stuff? Like, I don't necessarily think of like actors and artists as like particularly the best people to talk about science and, you know, facts and climate change things, right? Um, and that's a bad stereotype to have, but, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) in this case, I was put at ease to hear that, uh, he's been, uh, in communications with a, a professor from Penn State by the name of Michael Mann, who's a climate scientist. And, uh, his interest kind of started back in 1998 when he first met with Al Gore uh, they were both in first class on a flight, um, so that at least means the flight wasn't private, so that's probably a cool thing. They, oh, I'm sure, could have flown private, but um, and they just got to talking about this stuff, and, and seemingly that was what really sparked uh, Leo's interest in the environment. And uh, oh, s- yes, since, since then, he has taken it upon himself to... Um, basically be educated by the best of the best. Uh, that's, I guess, what you get when you have his celebrity status is you get immediate access to the top-level people in any field or industry because he's the top at his game, right? So yeah. he's, he's basically leveraged that to be educated by the most educated experts on things. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is actually really impressive, um, and and like it, it, it's funny that you're talking about like celebrity status and using it, because um, like just the other night I was at a celebrity you know charity gala in Beverly Hills, and yeah, I, I why they invite see... you? <laughs> <laughs> why they invite me? <laughs> um, I I was there as um, like a volunteer. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, I got to go to that. It was really nice. Um, but you can see, like, which celebrities care, which ones kind of, like, are just there uh, to show face and, you know, be on the red carpet. But um, I would like to say a vast majority of them are very giving, very, uh, um, you know, passionate about certain causes and um, are actually willing to put their, you know, ma- money where their mouth is. And I think, you know, uh, DiCaprio f- falls in that same vein where it's like, you know, they make so much money and you're like, oh, wow, you know, that guy just made like a few million from one movie. Like, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see how much these actors and actresses give as well, it's like also uh, mind blowing. Like, um, like I saw Adam Sandler. I'm pretty sure he gave like a shitload of money. Um, so it's just like interesting to see how that kind of dynamic goes like big money in and big money gets put back out into the world. Um, so that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and like, 
even personal money, right? So like I'm probably thinking, you know, you know, does Leo invest in, you know, big banks and oil companies just to get a better return on his, you know, money? Right. Uh, actually found out doesn't. He invests in things that he believes in, which is how you should Oh, invest. what an idiot. He's not going to make any money off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting enough. Uh, he's probably going to make money off of it because uh, he invested in uh, Califia Farms, which is like a plant-based milk um, manufacturer, and then also the very famous Beyond Meat uh, company, which makes like plant-based uh, burger uh, meat. Um, yeah, have you had that yet? Uh, I I haven't eaten it, but everyone around me has. My brother actually really likes it. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, I had a Philly cheesesteak with it uh, in Colorado here not too long ago, and it, yeah, couldn't tell you the difference. You know, you season it up and whatnot. It's juicy. It was, like, it was pretty bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting, and it, and then DiCaprio's helped, it, uh, you know, with you know, investing and everything like that. But um, what's really interesting about Beyond Meat is they really got it down. They they definitely got it down. Uh, whatever the formula is, uh, they even make it bleed. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Okay, so like next time, check check out the patty um, when they're grilling it or whatever. Uh, those those patties bleed. Got um, some juicers. No, they, they figured out how to, um, what's it called? It, I believe they, they call it hemes or something like that. It's basically a plant that um, emulates the same cells as blood. Hmm. That same, like, flavor and texture and basically makes it bleed, which is crazy. That's good. I um, like my steaks super rare, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fresher, better. <laughs> That's that's really interesting, but yeah, so that's really cool that he's able to you know do that for the environment and um, you know invest in things that he believes in and take care of our planet that way. Uh, besides that, um, does he care about you know any other things like ivory? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he actually campaigned with his foundation and um, they w- petitioned and kind of helped get Ivory, um, you know, banned and uh, kind of like stopped that illegal trade happening in Thailand because Ivory trade is pretty bad um, for, you know, the planet, elephants in general. Um, and it's just like, bunch of hokey bullshit we've gone on about it before mm-hmm. um, but yeah he's definitely fighting for that and his foundation and him um are, are very instrumental in like uh putting forth the money and attention uh of you know all these issues and i think that's pretty big yeah so. yeah he's donated i know he's donated like millions of his own personal dinero into his own foundation. I think he started it with like 30 million of his own dollars, maybe. Don't quote me yeah. on that. I just, you know, we do a lot of research. Don't write everything down. But I think I saw that somewhere. But uh, yeah. um, so so what what is uh, what is the verdict on Leo? Is he is he a, a bullshitter? Is he a shit bird of sorts? Or is he, uh, is he legit? 
he's very legit. Super legit. Like, uh, a Warden of the Wild, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, props to you, Leonardo DiCaprio. We ha- had an Oscar award to give you. I'd uh, give you, you know, maybe like seven or eight for all your movies. Oh, yeah, he uh, deserves way more. <laughs> way more. Yeah. Listening um, to this, uh, uh, you know, shout out. Hey, cool. What's up? Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he did good movies. Yeah. I'm sure his documentaries are great. So, again, we'll post the links to, to all of those trailers and stuff in the notes. Um, be sure to check that shit out. Yeah, and uh, support him and his cause and all the things he does. He's a good guy. Uh, definitely like the hero that we need and not the one we deserve. Uh, <laughs> Is that a Batman reference? The only movie <laughs> references that I will get are Batman movie references. <laughs> um, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that pretty much wraps it, eh? Is there anything else? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thanks for listening. Um, really appreciate all your support and you guys, uh, you know, being with us and supporting us. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So as usual, remember best way to help us is subscribe. Please leave us more reviews that helps our ranking on Apple podcasts. So that's a huge help. Um, check out our Instagram at Alda lifestyle. We pretty much use it for some fun, goofy animal pictures. Uh, I I like to laugh, and I love nature and animals. That's kind of what we're trying to protect here. So that's a bit of a fun account. And then obviously check out our blog at aldalifestyle.com where we give you lots of good shopping tips on how to buy eco-friendly shit. Um, So yeah, any way you can support us is much appreciated, and every way that you are supporting us is much appreciated. Yeah, and don't forget... Protect your wild. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, let us know what you like. And uh, yeah, check out our blog at aldalifestyle.com. We just dropped a new one telling you about the most sustainable backpacks and phone cases. Real useful shit. Um, But yeah, otherwise, we will catch you next Tuesday.